Hey, good morning. Uh, Monday, April 20th, 2020, and we're at the start of another week. Um, and so I just want to start off. I got notifications in the background sounding like Teddy Riley. Um, I just wanted to start off uh, today um, and just say that uh, with every day, the goal is to have some sort of a guiding thought. Um, and as the week goes on, more and more, we'll get uh, more and more practical. Um, at every start of the week, though, we'll have a guiding theme. Um, and this week, that theme's going to be all about the experience of God. Psalm 34, 8 uh, says this, taste and see that the Lord is good. How happy is the person who actually takes refuge of him? There's a, a theologian that would put it like this, that there's an experience of knowing that can be had when somebody describes something to you, right? So they can describe how sweet a piece of candy is. They can describe the texture and the taste and all of that to where you can step back and you can say, oh, I know what it tastes like based on what they said. Uh, but that experience is inadequate because you only know up in your mind, there's an actual knowing that comes from experience, right? From actually putting that piece of candy um, on your tongue. And in an instant, you know everything that they said about it and so much more because you've actually tasted it. And so that's what we're going to spend our time on as we talk about this experience of God. The Bible tells us not just to know about him, but to taste him, to experience him. And um, if you know me, then you know three things uh, about me. Um, one is this. One, I'm a picky eater. Um, two, uh, I tend to eat with my eyes more than my taste buds. And three, I'm not really a fan of trying uh, new things. All three of these things came together. I think it was my 27th uh, birthday. Uh, it was about eight years ago. And on my 27th birthday, I came to the conclusion that I've already eaten all the foods that I'll ever eat in my entire life. I'm officially uh, on lockdown. The borders are closed. Uh, we can try new combinations of old things, but I'm content. I don't need new things. I don't need new foods. I like what I like and I'll eat what I like. Um, and y'all, my wife hates this about me. Yeah, uh, about me, maybe too strong a word. She hates this for me because she knows that that mindset's going to rob me of experiencing uh, beauty and joy. And so to this day, I've often been reminded uh, of the day that this personal philosophy that I had uh, changed for me as I was uh, slapped in the face by my own inconsistency. Because uh, um, I like tuna, right? I love tuna fish sandwiches, uh, but I hate mayo. I hate everything about it. I hate the the smell of it. I hate the look of it. You know, I hate the the sound of it. Um, and my whole life, I never knew that mayo was an active ingredient in tuna. Like I just didn't know until I saw my wife make it one day. So she proceeds to you know, scoop the mayo out of the jar and I pleaded for her to stop, convinced that I wouldn't like this dish. And I kept on insisting 
um, no, sweetheart, please don't. And she kept on insisting that unless she puts it in there, um, I'm not going to enjoy the final product. So I sat back and I let her do her thing. I acquiesced. I, and then I sat down and I actually tasted it and I enjoyed it. Um, and it was at that point that I learned that the goodness of ingredients can't be measured uh, by how they taste in isolation, that I have to evaluate them in terms of the finished product, their involvement with all the other ingredients. So do I like mayo? It depends on what you put it with. If you give me a mayo sandwich, um, I'll hate it because it shouldn't stand alone or by itself. Uh, but if you put it together with, with some tuna, it's fire, right? Uh, so when God's word tells us to taste and see that the Lord is good, uh, it's saying it to people that are like me, people that are picky eaters, people that eat with their eyes more than their taste buds and people that aren't fans of trying new things. Too many of us can tend to stay away from the um, from this charge and an experience uh, of God because we eat with our eyes, not with our taste buds, right? We've heard about things or we read about things, you know, about the wrath of God, the discipline, the severity. Um, and to be quite frank, uh, those are ingredients that we think we despise. We think we hate everything about them, the sight, the smell, the touch, and uh, viewed in isolation and not together, of course we'll hate those things, right? That, that's like a mayo sandwich. None of those things are meant to stand on their own. All of those things are paired with God's perfections, right? His His uh, wrath is, is uh, not complete unless we see it as an expression of his love and his beauty and his Wisdom and all of these things together are necessary ingredients that if any one aspect of it were left out, it would make uh, the experience of God a very dry and unappealing one. It would make it a distorted one. So when it comes to understanding who God is, we don't take any one attribute of his in isolation, but we hold them all together. That as we come to taste and see that the Lord is good, as we're reading through scripture, as we pray, as we're reflecting on his control of our lives, the things that he allows and does not allow, we never take any one ingredient and make a sandwich out of it uh, because all that would do is distort the experience that we have of God, but instead, uh, we think of all that God has done, all of who he says that he is. And one of the ways we do that is meditating on his goodness, both in the things that uh, we read about him in the Bible that causes our hearts to soar and the things that we read in the Bible that initially um, cause our heads to sink. So today, Take some time and meditate on the character of God. Don't just empty your minds of the problems, uh, but fill them up with the goodness of God. I'm going to end with a quote from one of my favorite preachers, Charles Spurgeon. And he says this, um, look, some plants die if they have too much sunshine. It may be that you are planted right where you get but little. You are put there by the loving husbandman. 
because only in that situation will you bring forth fruit unto perfection. Remember this, had any other condition been better for you than the one in which you are right now, divine love would have put you there. Um, You may not like some of the ingredients that God is using right now, uh, but I promise you God is good. Every one of them are necessary, um, and he's using them to put together uh, a product, if I could use that word, that uh, once you sit down and taste and experience it, um, I guarantee that in eternity we'll look back and we'll be grateful that uh, God didn't take our advice on how to cook the dish of our lives. Uh, Y'all have a great day as you meditate on the goodness of God.